0: Hello, semuanya. Uh, welcome back to a podcast mantul, an official podcast brought to you by Permias MSU, where we discuss the opinions, perspectives, and thoughts of the Indonesian community here in East Lansing. My name is Andika Diantoro. I am your lead host uh, for this episode, and I am joined here by two of my co-hosts, uh, Mas Fafmi and Batika. How are you doing, guys, today?
1: Hey, yo, doing great here. Thank you.
0: Thank God! Thank God! Thanks. And for this episode, we are pleased and honored to have a special guest. Uh, in this episode, um, he is a recent PhD uh, graduate from the College of Communication, Arts, and Sciences here at Michigan State University. And also, he is someone who is very, very meaningful and important to us in the Indonesian community. And uh, welcome to the podcast, Mas Uh How are you doing, Mas, today?
2: I'm good. I'm great. I'm excited. Uh, thank you, Andika. Thank you, Fahmi. Thank you, Atika. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. I don't know when you will uh, hear the podcast, maybe sometimes. Later on after today. Okay, yeah. Thank you again, Andika. Thank you for the introduction. It's 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 an honor to be with Permias, to be with both of you and with your audience.
0: Oh, the honor is ours. And uh, uh, to start off uh, our podcast today, uh, would you uh, tell us a little bit about your educational uh, background? Uh, You know, how, where did you have your bachelors and masters and uh, such and such? Okay.
2: Uh, Long story short, I did my bachelor in Indonesia from University of Indonesia. I graduated 2005 from mass communication, my major. And in 2008, I went to Australia to pursue my master degree in master of global media communication in university of melbourne i graduated 2009 and after a few years uh, built my career as academic in indonesia as a assistant professor in university of indonesia i work back home to my alumni and i went to uh, msu to us in 2014, uh, fall 2014, to start my PhD in Media and Information, and six years later, 2020, I graduated from the program. So yeah, it's it's been a journey. It's been a while,
0: and I bet that's a journey of uh, you know f- uh, a meaningful one, and obviously full of lessons and you know um, also triumphs since you know you've completed your PhD. Uh, here in Michigan State. And um, the other thing I want to ask, uh, I want to get into is uh, I notice, uh, and I know that, you know, you brought your your family here uh, to East Lansing. Mm-hmm. And I just want to ask, you know, what were the considerations of, you know, bringing uh, your family here? Uh, you know, where, what was the thought process uh, behind it? Okay, so basically I'm a
2: family man, right? That I cannot live without my kids, uh, my wife. So yeah, so that's the plan in the beginning. Since I got the offer from MSU to do my PhD, I and my wife, Ellen, consider all the options, right? Just like bringing a family to East Lansing, to the US, bringing uh, or live in Indonesia, some kind of thing. So there's discussion, so basically Basically we decided to just like okay bring my family to the US to Michigan. I know that cost it's it's gonna be expensive right Living from Indonesia to US especially just like a, uh, for the tickets and then the apartment At least I need to two bedrooms apartment. if I'm single I can just like rent or share house and then insurance uh, cars and everything so that's 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 the the main consideration for bringing family because you need to be exact you need to know how much money you will spend in the us how much you will get as a ta or from the scholarship kind of thing so yeah yeah that's that's a lot of money to be spent i mean you know working as a ta it's it's you you get uh income from university but it's not much especially because i'm living with two daughters Back then, at the time when we came here, my daughter it's uh, the youngest three years old and the oldest five years old, right? They need to go to school and I need, yeah, everything basically so clothes and everything. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of thinking, but yeah, we we decided to bring family to the US with all consideration with uh, spending all our uh, money from Indonesia so our saving. so yeah, but. But it's worth. I mean, yeah, that's a journey, like you said.
0: And uh, also, it's I think from your uh, from from what you said, it seems like your children had you know a good amount of their childhood growing up in the U.S., which is a very very unique experience for them. And I want to get into a, a follow up question, which is you know, what are the benefits and this uh, and struggles of you know raising a family here in um, East Lansing you know as you're also doing you know your PhD education and as you said you were working as a TA and all that what was what, what were the benefits and struggles basically of so I'm lucky because my wife Elin
2: I mean it's it's she's unbelievable I mean without her I cannot pursue my degree I mean as a PhD student, just like I remember, I recall my first and second year, it's just like I spent, I don't know, 20 hours. No, it's exaggerating. I mean, just like 16 hours a day, just in front of my laptop, or either in in my office in the building. So, working for my coursework as a PA and a lot of stuff. So, yeah, without her, I don't know. It's, it's because, yeah, I maybe spend with my kids just during the weekend. Not the weekdays. Maybe weekdays is like before they sleep. Yeah, Ellen usually read uh, our daughter's uh, book. It's book every night. just like a ritual. So that's just like habits. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Just like I said, I'm lucky with Ellen. So that's, I cannot say that's my story. It's, you can generalize to other situation or other people because yeah, my wife supported me since the day one. And for the kids, uh, for the kids, yeah. Before they came here, they never spoke English at all, at all. But they watch uh, Cartoon Network, Disney, and stuff. So they, they barely understand English, but but they have some basics, basic understanding about the language, right? So they came here, uh Delicia maybe after a month. Uh, spoke English and visa it took longer I think four or five months because we, visa it's uh, in the second year we're here 2015 mm-hmm. went into head start so she started engaged with uh, other kids and little bit speaking English yeah but Delicia it's uh, already the uh, what kindergarten and yeah she accelerated faster than visa but like any other kids kids it's it's is adaptive to the situation, to the environment. They speak better English than me. I mean, the pronunciation and stuff. So yeah, I don't think they have issue when we came here. The issue maybe only foods, Indonesian foods and weather, but they like winter anyway. So yeah, not much issue with uh, their growing up in, in Michigan, East Lansing. OK, I hope I answer
0: your questions. Well, will you give a very very good answer? And I think, Batika, you have a question you wanna ask Mas right here.
3: Yeah, that was really interesting. Thank you for that, Mas Yusnu. Um, I was wondering hmm. when you mentioned that you guys that you went to um, Australia for your masters, yeah. was Ellen coming? Like, what yeah. did she came? Did she come with you?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm family man. I will bring my family everywhere. I go
3: everywhere. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, everywhere okay. basically. And does it do you think it helped that you guys have gone abroad before then you came here to the US? Like did that carry through, or like is it a different completely different experience since it's a different country?
2: Yeah, it's it's totally different. Different culture, different country, different, I don't know, customs, different behavior, different weather in Australia, it's not as cold as Michigan. So, yeah, when I came to Australia, we haven't had kids yet until a year. Delicia was born in Australia after I spent a year in Australia. So, yeah, it's different. And then in Australia, we live Australia after I graduated. Delicia, is maybe less than six months old. So, it's different with the babies. When I came to the U.S., three and five years old. They real, I mean what they call this in here toddler right the toddler and most kids delicia most so yeah it's it's, it's a big challenge but uh, when they came here my uh, mom accompanied them from Indonesia to the US so it's it's at least Ellen got help during the flights during the travel so yeah That's, that's I can say, it's totally different. The culture, I like Australia better than US. Don't ask me why. Just because (laughs) Australia is more like Asian culture, but in US it's just like, yeah, you know, US, it's more liberal, it's more, I don't know, it's independent. People don't care much about their neighbors to the extent they believe in capitalism, in the market kind of thing. But in Australia, it's more laid back, just like in Australia during the summer, every grocery store close around four or five and then pub bar open we spend more time with my friends in the pub until nine but in the us it's like 24 hours mayor 24 hours walmart i mean you can imagine you cannot imagine that's happening in australia but yeah that's that's a culture about the equity education about the university of melbourne is number one in australia but the pressure totally different it could be because the degree master is more enjoyable than phd right the demand is different and also in australia it's more i don't know in my field there is a different paradigm australia is more qualitative case study based research australia is more like quantitative strong experiments kind of thing a more statistical approach to everything Theory is different how you construct theory, but that's the challenge for me as a researcher or as a PhD student in in the US. But I adapt after six months, I think. The first class I came, I talked to my professor, just like, what's your thesis? And I, I said, Yes, this is my thesis. I use it. It's not even theory. What are you doing with your research? It's not even academic process, per se, like by American standard, right? Not by the community standard but yeah that's okay that's that's the challenge and i love yeah that's the way it is that's the way it is i'm glad i made it
0: and and uh it's very nice you know to uh to you know have a different kind of perspectives on you know how uh you said, you know, your life in Australia, you know, with the social and educational standards, mm-hmm. you know, were different. And as you said, you know, yeah. the, the, the degree and the demand was different back then as you were in Australia compared to, you know, when you were doing a PhD here. And, you know, would you mm-hmm. think that it, the, the fact that you did two different degrees in two different countries, you know, opens your mind a little bit, you know, how, how different countries approach your educational mm-hmm. system? Yes,
2: just like when I came here, when Americans, my American friend told me just like, yeah, we are travel. I thought travel is overseas, right? Just like every Australian talk about travel, it's just like going to Asia, Thailand and stuff. In America, is yeah, I travel to Texas, to Colorado. I mean, it's not even travel in my perspective, just like traveling overseas. But here, so after a year, after two, three years, I understood why Americans proud, Americans way, that's the way it is. They believe they're what superpower number one in the world. So they don't care about other countries, more myopic thinking kind of thing. So but in Australia it's they they celebrate multiculturalism. They celebrate they're also part of British colony, right? Same like US, but just different culture, just different setup for everything. Yeah, that's but it's good, like you said. I had two different experiences from two different cultures from two different countries, so yeah,
0: it's it's good, especially for my kids. And also, you had like even though was born there, <laughs> uh, I will well, I mean that's a very interesting fact about your daughters. And uh, of course, you know, as yeah. you said, you you did uh, college in did your master's in Australia and you did your PhD in America and also you had, you know, your, your roots with, Mm. you You know, you did your bachelor's in university of Indonesia, you know, know, that's, that, you know, provides an advantage for you in terms of, you know, how you, you, you think, and, you know, how you approach, you know, certain Mm. issues and such and such. And, uh, Maswami, did did you had a question for Maswishnu earlier? Uh,
1: Oh, yeah. You were going to ask something? Yeah, I just want to expand um, more questions still basically about the um, educational life. So, yeah, recently yeah. we know that has just um, defended um, your dissertation. Um, just wondering, uh, maybe you can um, tell our um, listeners as well, maybe a little bit about what was your research about and then because we know together that 2020 is like a really exceptional year with a lot of things um that being inhibit um because of covid i'm just wondering if covid-19 as um also affected to um your desert i mean i
2: cannot hear you oh hello,
1: hey. hello?
2: yes now okay. i can hear you can you repeat your question sorry because it's father
1: okay um, yeah, just wanna check. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, right.
2: yeah, right now it's good.
1: Alright, I think my mic was too far. Yeah, I just want to expand about, um, still about the education. Um, as we know mm. that you have just defended your dissertation. I'm yeah. just wondering if you can a little bit explain to our listeners about um, your dissertation topic. And as we know that mm. 2020 is really um, concerning mm. about COVID-19. like. Was there any effect about COVID to your um research? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. COVID it's
2: affects everything, right? Every level of our lives, every layers of our lives. So, so basically, I my dissertation is about digital effects. If you are familiar with the topic, so I use. So let me going back a little bit so in the field of digital divides there is a lot of publication research but most research is more descriptive kind of thing a theoretical to some extent so different scholar using different perspective different theoretical framework so my dissertation is ambitious try to broad previous research and i offer one theoretical framework from the sociology if you're familiar with Giddens structuration theory. Giddens talk about how we understand reality based on the structural and also agency interaction. So, reality shaped between humans' behavior and also structural constraints kind of thing. That's the argument. So, this ambitious research. And then I defended my proposal. I think it's around February. Just before the co- no, no. Just only COVID because I defended online the first uh, online uh, proposal defense in my in my uh, department. So my supervisor just like I said, "Can you finish in the summer because the plan I need to finish in the summer, right?" So I don't know. At the time, I need funding, right? At least I need ten thousand dollars to run my study. So that's that's different story. So I got funding from uh, from the college and then I got funding from uh, what? a fellow from Asian Center, Co-something Fellowship. And then I got another funding from ISAF. ISAF is just like organization connect to AMINEF. So I got two different funding. So I got slightly over 10,000. So I ran the study, but the problem is the IRB protocol. That's the issue. That's issue in the U.S., IRB protocol. I mean, that's more strict uh, protocol about human research, especially because I do survey. But luckily, I didn't do experiment, so it's, it's more convenient for me at the time. So I got the IRB approval, I think around March, April something. And I got all the funding around June. And I ran the study July, August. And then I wrote dissertation for a month or two. And then, yeah, so super, my supervisor said, Well, I was surprised because you can pull out, I mean, your dissertation during the COVID. So,
3: yeah,
2: I, I was surprised too. Maybe if you follow me on Facebook, my supervisor just like posted, just like, What well, is surprising you can pull out? Just like, yeah, on Facebook. So yeah, that's that's the challenge for me. But like I said, I got lucky. I got funding very, very in a month, maybe in a month or six weeks, I got 10000 dollars that I cannot imagine during my proposal defense. How can I get ten thousand dollars? But I was lucky. And then yeah, the statistical stuff analysis. Very fortunate. I took six courses about the methods for my dissertation. So I well prepared for for the methods. So I data within a month, writing in two months, and then by I think end of September, my superfaser said, okay, I think you're ready to defend your dissertation. And then yeah. I finished my dissertation. I defend it early in November. And then yeah. That's the story.
0: Well it's, was very, so lucky. well, it's very interesting that uh you're telling us this because you know I think uh, our listeners can take it as a lesson of, you know. Pushing through uh, academically during uh, these hard times, and for all for across all degrees, whether it's undergraduate, uh, masters, or even uh, PhD, uh, as you said, you were doing. And I want to get a little bit into that uh, by asking: um, Was it was it uh, tough to defend your dissertation online? Like, I mean, obviously, you had to do it through. I'm assuming through Zoom and other online platforms yeah. or whatnot, you know, was it, was, it, uh, was it nerve-wracking? Was it, were you anxious or excited, yeah. you know, you were going to do this or what did you feel at the time?
2: No, because I did my proposal defense online. So I'm not really nervous. And for information, I broke the department record about attendance, the number of attendance for dissertation defense. I got, I think, twenty-somethings people joining the room. Wow, that's massive! From Indonesia, from Canada, from UK. So mm-hmm. I was, I was lucky. From North Carolina, from Indonesia. yeah, you know. So I was lucky. Like I wow. said, I, I, maybe, ah, very nice to me. So yeah.
1: Alhamdulillah.
2: So I, I broke mm-hmm. the yeah the department record.
3: That's so cool.
1: Yeah. Congratulations.
2: Yeah, congratulations. I mean, I didn't expect that because I know everybody's busy and everything. Maybe because I spent almost six years in the department. I made connection. I made connection with people from different institutions during my study. I work as uh, RA. Because at MSU, just like every year, there is a professor from overseas come to MSU, right? So, yeah. I interacted with them. And then, yeah, it's like expanding your network. That's that's not a magic. As long as you know how to make friends socially. So yeah, that's, that's, that's something for me. I really appreciate that they attended my defense.
0: Well, um, I, I can tell you uh, for, for our listeners that you know this is a good example of hard work gets good rewards. Because obviously, you know, uh, you've been, as you said, you know, you've been in the department for so long. Uh, you yeah. expanded just too long, <laughs> just
1: too long, just too long.
0: But I can tell because you, my
2: plan,
3: I think that's good.
2: Yeah, because my mm-hmm. plan is just like I can finish my PhD in four years, and then no, five years, and then I revise. Okay, I I cancel all my plan. Just like I will graduate as soon as possible. So that's that's this.
0: Well, again, Six years. Um, you know, and also you expanded your network and, you know, you've persevered through uh, the COVID-19 circumstances, you know, in as you said, you know, the, the protocols were kind of restricted and, you know, you had to uh, request for funding from uh, several sources, uh, your college being an example of that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, besides, while we're still talking about the topic, you know, uh, uh, meaningful uh, rewards, I can tell you that you're you you're you're a very very meaningful presence throughout the Indonesian community here in east lansing you know uh you, you've 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 been a major presence at least in supporting uh m s u in terms of our events yeah uh, because maybe i'm the longest student i think active student
1: i guess because so many people really loved you here so they want you to stay longer and longer
2: no i'm I'm the longest yeah uh, m s u students in here
3: yeah yeah I think yeah more experience
2: yeah I think yeah. me yeah, at, at the moment I mean don't follow my path because I should have graduated in my 10th semester in my fifth years but uh, things happen just like beyond your expectation beyond your power so yeah but I, I'm I'm glad I can finish my dissertation in a year because most student finish dissertation in more than one year in my in my department so I, I was lucky again
0: and uh, I want to also get into uh, cause you know you said yourself earlier on on the podcast you know you were you were um a family man you know you you brought your wife and children to East Lansing mm. and as you said you know uh, I, I think you said your eldest daughter was born in Australia um, yeah and you know I think uh, wouldn't you think that you know your wife your family also provides uh, a balance to your everyday routine you know as a TA you know as a PhD student you know taking courses doing his research you know would you think that your family provides good balance you know to your life in, think, yeah. Here.
2: Yeah. My family is my the main supporter, right? My moral support, just like my social support. I mean, like everything for me. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I barely remember my first and second year because I spend most of the time just like I said in the library or in front of my laptop. I. But but. Uh, me and Ellen, my wife. Uh, always as a plan. Every summer, we have to travel. Travel either to, just like in Michigan, travel to other states. So we always spend just like three weeks. Every summer, I, I ask my supervisor or my PA professor, I will take just like three weeks off every year. So almost everywhere we travel. So yeah, we spend lot of time we already travel to east coast uh, uh mountains uh mid mid states and but we never been to uh west coast to california but we travel to las vegas just close by so yeah that's that's the recipe just like okay i'm busy but during summer you give your time for family so that's that's the trick for me and that's work out for my family and during sunday usually i didn't work just like spend with my kids just like i don't know going to mayor going to the park going to i don't know near a city and harbor so yeah if you have family yeah you need to spend time with them
0: well, you know, uh, your answer just reminds us, you know, how important, you know, uh, family is, you know, within your life. You know, as you said, you know, they're your uh, number one supporter, and uh, you know, it kind of takes you away from all the 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 craziness that's going on that can come with uh, work life or even educational life, and uh, you know, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they kept me sane. I mean, I mean, academic <laughs> is insane. Just
2: like you can work i don't know 18 hours a day just like writing what five pages paper i mean that's crazy but yeah i mean they kept me sane Let's we see. had ups and downs but yeah we pull it out
0: it's very very cool and uh, i would like to pass uh, the question uh asking from my fellow co-host do any of you two guys have a question for uh mars prisnu right here
3: I do actually. So um, you talked about ups and downs. Um, I was just wondering, what was one of your guys' biggest challenge as a family that's here, and how did you guys overcome that ch- that challenge?
2: Well, uh, the biggest challenge uh, we never had biggest challenge because Ellen always there. I mean, for the kids, that's why I don't think. I had a biggest challenge. Maybe Ellen can answer better. What's it her biggest challenge? Because for me, just like because Elvis Ellen always there. So yeah, yeah. it's it's not
3: not it's not it's
2: not much for me. Okay. Yeah, so yeah.
3: Would the love downside, to hear from her if she if she is available. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, ma Elid, ma- ma Elid. Oh. She's with uh Santi,
3: okay, she can come in later if she wants. Yeah, but okay, we'd, yeah. we'd love to hear from her also.
1: Okay. Because because
3: you guys are speak? partnership, so would love to hear from both sides.
1: Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ellen, Ellen can hear you.
4: Hello.
3: Cool. Hi. Hello, my <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello. Malin. Uh, welcome hello. to the.
0: Welcome to the Permeas MSU podcast. Thank you.
1: Uh, <laughs> only three or five. Uh, right now, three or five. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Batika, could you repeat your question to Maylin once more? Uh, yes. So
3: uh Masweet Lou told us that, you know, um, like everyone else, there's always ups and downs, right? Hmm. But you guys are here as a family and you guys are partners, right? In this. So you guys hmm. work together to make it work. So we were just wondering what is one of your biggest challenge as a spouse um, who Miss Wisnow was like just raging, like Ellen is my rock, right? So we'd love to hear from you. Like what was the one of your biggest challenge that you faced and how did you overcome those challenges?
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, Sorry, we can't
3: hear you well.
1: Uh, she's asking about okay. um using Bahasa. Can I, I speak in
4: Bahasa? No, yeah.
1: I think it's fine. Then we can just summarize um briefly yeah. in English mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah.
4: yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah, okay. Yay! The biggest
0: challenge.
1: <laughs> the biggest challenge. The biggest
4: challenge. Yeah. Ini yeah. bang, sama. Anggur like ini, my uh, husband uh, with me. Gara yang belum matang ini. Ya, Oh, hold
3: on. Um, I think the other one. Um, like the other. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 The mic is like with. Yeah.
4: Okay. Better, belum? better. 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 Hmm. Iya, Yeah. Jadi.
3: I think we can hear you well.
4: So for like the first year, 2 uh, <laughs> uh, For the first one uh, two years, so I feel like I did uh, like everything by myself, especially with the kids. I mean we have to get sick. also other their father not just their mom but because so busy and then the pressure also ya yeah, yeah. jadi kan hmm. kalau beasiswa kan kalau aku kalau PhD kalau dalam tahun pertama gak bisa reach certain ini ya certain apa sih namanya
2: dari program
4: yeah. yeah
2: no no i mean from because in my Program just like you have to pass the first year exam and the second year and the third year and then
4: yeah. Okay. kalau misalnya nggak bisa pass, dipulangin kan? Itu itu berat banget. Jadi mm-hmm. yang mau, kayak yang harus. Oke, okay, dia lagi dia, yang, dia, dia dia yang kuliah dia yang, dia juga banyak pressure. Jadi gue bisa yang nambahin pressure dengan mau ikut. Um, Hmm, kita nggak anak bareng nih, gitu-gitu. Ada sih masa-masa yang gue sebel banget atau gue marah-marah, yang gila gue capek sendirian gitu, kan? Tapi satu poin, satu pikir lagi, gue tahu yang melakukan kita ikut kesini kan karena dia yang pulih gitu. Jadi gue harus terima. Permias. Permias. Alhamdulillahnya,
2: eh, kayaknya udah pas udah
4: keluaran <seinidad> kedua itu gue lihat dia mereka udah ada waktu, gitu ya bener-bener ya ngelakuin waktunya empat tahun lebih, jadi ya pelan-pelan gue juga bisa melihat, uh, oke okay, dia udah bisa ya, uh, ikut temenin gue istilahnya ngagelin anak-anak, ikut kadang gini loh kayak kan anak-anak tuh bagusnya, satu gue bilang gini lama lama, jadi kalau misalnya anak-anak net samping gitu ya, mungkin ngerjain PR-nya atau mungkin pengen ngobrol sama ayahnya, sedangkan dia busy banget depan laptop yang nggak bisa ditanya, nggak bisa dipanggil, nggak nengok gitu ya. Tapi gue bilang lama lama, anak-anak nggak bakalan nanya sama lo lagi. Lama lama anak-anak nggak bakalan tahu ada ayahnya, tapi tahu juga ayahnya nggak bisa diajak ngobrol, ayahnya nggak bisa diajak interaksi gitu. Lo mau Gue gitu <laughs> ya itu ya alhamdulillah lama-lama kayaknya mungkin udah sadar diri dan juga udah bisa memanage waktu antara keluarga sama kampus siapa <laughs> gitu es batu. <laughs> jadinya jadinya ya ya getting better lah by years tapi ya that's the biggest challenge itu ya pas first year ya first or second year itu yang karena kita semua adaptasi bukan cuma mahasiswa guenya anak-anaknya semuanya. Tapi ini udah di tren udah tahun ketiga keempat udah enak, udah mulai nyaman. Terus ternyata ini kan kita pulang harus adaptasi <tuk> lagi sama semuanya baru lagi ya, waktunya, lingkungannya, ritme kerjanya gitu. Yang penting sih komunikasi ya. Tuh sih walaupun awal-awal biasanya terutama mungkin perempuan ya kayak gue, gua kebanyakan mendem gitu loh. Karena Serba salah mau ngomong nanti jadi berantem atau mau ngomong nanti ya percuma juga kalau misalnya gue ngomong doang nggak ada solusinya kan. Tapi itu yang itu yang harus istilahnya harus harus dihindarin lo harus, harus komunikasi. Itu aku belajar banyak dari Neng Santi. Mumpung ada orang lo harus ngomong ya kan? lo, lagi, lo harus ngomong, lo harus ngomong ada apa? tapi dosen komunikasi istrinya nggak senang <laughs> karena karena itu nggak tahu itu personal nggak tahu itu kebanyakan cewek seperti gua atau enggak ya mau ngata juga tapi memang kebanyakan gua suka males gitu kalau ngomong harusnya kan dia tahu iya gitu kenapa gua harus ngomong tapi at some point yang bobo nya juga laki-laki itu orang yang orang laki-laki itu jenis manusia yang lo harus perbaulin gitu lo nggak bisa mengira-ngira dengan hanya pakai body language atau apa dia akan ngerti gak bisa lo harus diomongin gitu you know. harus diomongin dan dicari solusinya jangan diperdanggarnya itu bakal jadi gunung es yang suatu saat itu bisa meledak loh. itu biasa okay. sih uh, um, mungkin tantangan okay. kalau lo
3: berkeluarga ya thank you, Valiant that was very insightful and I was also well we were also wondering you know what what do you think are the benefits for you and the kids to come to the US with Maswisnu aside from uh, you know having your mm-hmm. husband and their dads being there you know what else that comes in positive from your side as a
4: spouse um, i think a lot of like benefits and good experience that we had here uh especially for my kids like we don't i don't have those experience having friends from different countries uh and so diverse diverse diversity yeah. mm-hmm. um aku banyak banget. Dan uh, ya kita bisa traveling yang mungkin kalau kita hidup di Indonesia itu akan berat diongkos kan untuk bolak-balik Amerika. Nah karena kita lagi di ya udah sekalian, uh, karena gue bilang ke anak-anak kayak every time we travel, the journey is not, pendijennya apa ya, aku lupa deh istilahnya, the 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 journey is not the destination apa ya? Gue lu, aku lupa deh. Pokoknya jadi itu yang yang aku aku lupa peribahasanya cuma intinya jadi uh, Journey-nya itu bukan destinationnya hmm. tapi ya sepanjang perjalanan long doing-nya itulah yang banyak yang kita bisa ini ya dapat gitu loh. Pertama hmm. sama anak-anak dan mereka lihat culture yang beda, mereka lihat alam yang beda. Hmm yang mungkin um, kalau di Indonesia kita belum tentu bisa punya waktu, punya tenaga, punya biaya untuk itu. Gitu. Karena di sini, ya Alhamdulillah, tanya... nanti kalau di Indonesia anak-anak juga pengen gue ajak ini ya kota-kota atau daerah di Indonesia. Itu satunya. Terus satu lagi juga, anak gue Alhamdulillah bisa ngomong bahasa Inggris tanpa harus slash bahasa Inggris. <laughs> gitu. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Terus, yeah, 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 i'm yeah, 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 all these time and yes. how because it's you know like you're a spouse and you're here with the kiddos and you're here to with your husband but you know like your life is a nindo, right so how, like how often do you guys go home
4: and like how do okay,
3: okay. yeah so it's like in- how how often, how often did you guys um, How often did you guys go back, and then um, what did you do with this homesickness?
4: Uh, the first two years. Uh, House, house. Oh. apa lagi waktu itu visa kan masih belum sekolah, jadi kemana mana sama aku. Nah, karena ada kelas-kelas di. Have you ever heard about the Mansion Friendship House? No, itu itu bagus banget, apalagi buat kayak pos-pos kayak gue ya, yang suaminya kuliah itu, you should like this the trash post to Indonesian student club
1: really jadi itu kan tuh jadi
4: uh, ada kelas-kelas kelas-kelasnya itu ada kelas bahasa Inggris ada kelas lainnya bermacam-macam sebenarnya kelas kelas standar itu semua karena itu uh, non formal jadi kita tuh family ini banget lebih ke uh, kayak waktunya lebih flexible terus guru-guru nih juga guru-guru yang udah biasa sama, sama nasional. gue banyak anak. kita teman internasional tuh di situ dan itu yang salah satu yang membantu banget untuk gue survive di Lansing ini. sebelum gue ketemu sama orang Indonesia lain ya, yang aja, ya akhirnya bisa temen. karena, uh, ya ditambah mungkin karena gue ya merasa uh, sendirian saat itu kan. mau selesai ngurus rumah, ngurus segala macam tapi sendirian. akhirnya rasa bosan, rasa aduh pengen nggak nggak sampai pengen pulang sih, cuma harus cari nih cara nih gimana caranya gue bisa survive, gue bisa ngerasa betah di sini. yaitu paling uh, cari temen yang sama family. Uh, Alhamdulillahnya waktu itu ada teman-teman juga yang punya istri. terus uh, jadi kita suka kumpul berdua kayak kuatlah kuatlah permias. Aku temen, pas, pas, terus, kan akhirnya ketemu teman satu persatu. terus friendship house. Terus coba, ya coba nyibukin diri aja sih Betul. Lama-lama ya Lalu juga. terus ya bagusnya kan mungkin zaman sekarang Kalau zaman itu saya komunikasi sama orang di Indonesia Harus pakai surat Kalau sekarang kan ada sosial media, ada video call Jadi ya aku masih banyak akhirnya komunikasi sama teman-teman di Indonesia Biar Mbak Ellennya nggak pergi
0: uh well, uh, it's very nice to hear uh, uh, those answers from Violin. And to summarize, you know, for our for our audience listening, um, Bylin basically said, you know, she's you know in in support of Maswishnu, you know, from the very very first time, you know, they they come here to the U.S. and uh you know this they, she had to you know understand that you know. Uh, despite, you know, her husband uh, coming into the US, you know, to pursue his higher degree of education, you know, she also has to adapt uh, to her, her life as of raising a family here, you know, becoming a, a supporting spouse to to, you know, raising her children as well, Uh, finding uh, their schools. And she also said that, you know, uh, an advantage for her children being in America is that you they didn't have to take English lessons to speak English. Just, you know, a very, very, uh, you know, a unique thing to possess and a good disadvantage for them to be used on later on in the future. And she also mentioned that, you know, she kind of reduced the the sense of homesickness you know by uh finding friends uh you know who have families here so she can you know share their struggles um you know t- talk about you know how, how are your children doing or this is how my children are doing and um you know in an overall way uh it's just you know was a very very uh, supportive. Uh, My knew em- yeah. no herself himself. I'm like me and uh, I'm like she pizza. basically um, does everything That's she can uh, as a good mom, a good spouse, and also you know a good support system to Masri's herself himself as he pursue his higher and- uh, graduation, higher education here. Excuse me here at MSU. Yeah.
4: And, and
0: but, yeah, I can yeah. You, sorry, did you want to say? So? Go ahead, my lady.
4: Yeah. Uh. And I, wow. I'm so. We are so blessed that we met so many like kind and wonderful people here. I mean, I think that's uh, very what very yeah. We are very blessed that we met even if Indonesian Americans other people from other from different country that. Really,
0: really nice and kind to us, that that helps a lot, Mm, really. Because, yeah, and I think, uh, Maswami, you said uh, you want to ask a question to Bailin,
1: yeah, definitely. I have a lot of questions from (laughs) Bailin,
0: quite a lot.
1: I will let you stay there, but, um, Mm -hmm. so basically, I am. a fan of your vlog because i th- i remember i think the second day i was here in east lansing i met you Maswis Nu and the family um after um idul adaha prayer and i saw you like recording the vlog yeah i'm just curious like um how you, like how did you get the idea to create the vlog and then wait where, question by question da, da, da. yeah so basically like how did you um start the food, um the vlog and then i think um yeah i'll just go in the second after that and also like um besides the vlog fine fine. um i think i saw yeah. a couple of your we'll posts in talking about the food bank um in east lansing so probably uh, after the vlog mm-hmm. i just want to um know your perspective about the food bank system in east lansing Gitu sih, mbak. Berlin, sorry
3: we can't hear you.
1: The microphone doesn't work, maybe.
2: Udah
4: belum?
1: Ya. Yeah.
4: Okay. So the idea is not be not I mean, I don't have. Gua nggak punya cita-cita untuk jadi uh, youtuber. But the idea at that time was because we thought we are living in a year. I mean, wasi susi gonna finish and graduate in a year. So I think that okay, I still have one year to document document all, not all, but at least like maybe daily lives and our activities in Is Lansing because I know I'm gonna miss this place so much. I'm gonna miss the people, I'm gonna miss the place. So why not making it a video and put it in the YouTube so I don't have to open like my hard disk or laptop just to see if I if I miss the place. So yeah, and uh, it's, it's difficult for me because I am not a person who can, easily speak in front of the camera. <laughs> and then I remember aku inget, aku, I I met Fahmi, and he did like the flogging and I said, oh yeah, I finally have a friend who also
1: oh, vlogger.
4: No. Yeah. It's really <laughs> because, nice. Yeah. I don't have a courage even until now to like do this.
1: Yeah. Like, holding your
4: phone and then walking and talking, I can't, I couldn't. So, but I really want to make this a memorable and put it in a video so I try. Uh, oh, but food bank? food bank itu menurut aku bagus banget. It's very nice program, especially for us family with limited budget for not food, as, but if you can, if they can give a uh, like free food for us why not right karena setahu aku juga di Indonesia kayaknya nggak ada ya program food bank even is even even untuk yang rakyat kebanyakan apalagi untuk yang student gitu ya. mungkin kan beda ya sama jakarta atau no i hear them <laughs> I have a playground here now ah Oh, Astaghfirullah, bingung Jadi, uh, tapi aku nggak tahu apakah semua orang yang datang ke ini ke sini student tahu tentang food bank? Mungkin tahu dari ini ya mulut ke mulut ya. Cuma uh, yang kita datangin sih food bank bukan cuma dari kampus, kita juga datang ke beberapa ke beberapa gereja, karena kan distribusi ini kan, di gereja ya. Walaupun, mungkin dulu awal-awal aku sempat ini sih, wah nanti kalau orang Indonesia tahu, gimana nih kok ngambilnya di gereja, jangan-jangan, ada suruh ini, suruh ini. Nah, itu mungkin karena orang tidak tahu, jadinya mungkin punya prasangka-prasangka, that's why I make one of video about food bank, and I explain in the video that uh, the food came from people in that area, who wants to do, donate uh, food, and then the church is just a place for distribution. Jadi nggak ada related sama sekali with re, any religion. That's what I like about. Jadi nggak yang lo harus ngambil di gereja nanti lo tetap harus misalnya lo harus ikut ibadahnya atau apa enggak nggak banget gitu kan enggak nggak seperti itu. Ini benar-benar pure for humanity for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, menurut pengalaman aku yang udah aku coba datang ke beberapa food bank sih seperti itu nggak ada lo ditanya agama lo apa terus antar lo ngambil habis ngambil makanan lo harus beribadah di sini tuh nggak ada benar-benar pure untuk help each other aja untuk share food gitu-gitu dan uh, it helps a lot sometimes even though usually we cannot get like a just a, not a lot of fresh food like meat, something like that. But we don't mind, as at least they have, like, they share uh, vegetables, and then uh, okay, kentang, uh, apa lagi ya, bawang-bawangan, terus roti, terus makanan kaleng. Kadang sih kita nggak kepake, makanan kaleng nggak kepake banyak ya karena kita nggak memang mau mengurangi proses food hatinya kan lumayan kadang bisa aku share lagi ke tetangga yang memang butuh gitu loh atau ke teman dan semenjak covid ini not only food bank who have the food distributor distribution but also school like I have we we have a lot of snacks from the from kids school sometimes itu berlebih jadi kadang aku share juga ke teman-teman yang uh, mungkin suka nyemil atau butuh makanan gitu Oh, ada apa tuh mending jatuh kan mending jatuh kan mending jatuh <tis> ayo oke okay? oh sayang ntar dia panggil mami ya <tis> san <San-san>, san jatuh hunter <tis> maaf ya podcastnya domen <tis> <tis> Kayak gitulah. Eh, ini other question about food bank. Eh, gue udah mulai ngomongnya ngelantur karena gue kepikir kemana-mana.
0: Well, I think it's it's very nice of you to you know share a, a bit about your vlog and food bank. And I think uh you know uh your vlog you know takes uh you know into account you know how you as a spouse you know live in East Lansing you know with you know t- uh mm-hmm. the programs that are there and you also mentioned uh when masfahmi asked about food bank um uh, you know you that you said you know although it's distributed by a church uh but you know it doesn't have anything to do with uh you know and religion with, yeah exactly with religion you, know, you you know the you attending the church every now and then it, it, it doesn't have anything to do with that and mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that you know the food bank is a very very uh, excuse me uh, open-minded approach when it comes mm-hmm. to giving away because mm-hmm. it's purely a you know humanity issue you know people people want food food is important and mm-hmm. as you said you know while you have the chance why not and, yeah, and
4: because I'm sorry, maaf yeah. ya, aku potong. Aku lupa bilang. Yeah. Jadi food bank itu bukan cuma makanan. They also gave, yeah. they also give a gift card, like okay. mayer gift card. So uh, every week we get five dollars myer gift card. So in a month you can get like twenty dollars gift card. So it's and you can buy anything. I mean, not just food with that. You can also buy other things except food. So that's very nice. It's very good, yeah, and also the masjid during the COVID, they also share uh food, also. So, I think now everybody wants just to help anyone, anybody. So, it's a very good program. I wish in Indonesia we have those kind of programs. I mean, routine, yeah, yang regularly, not just not just during the it or maybe Christmas, but every maybe every once in a while or maybe every month they have this pro- kind of programs it's going to help a lot of people
0: well i can tell you that this program is is very very beneficial in many ways for people and of course mm-hmm. people of all ages you know even us undergraduates and people who are pursuing higher degrees such as masters and PhD, and even you as a, a spouse and you know a mother uh, to your children you know Taking advantage of everything uh, there is to offer from you know these resources available to you, and you know I wanna I know what I'm about to get into next might be slightly emotional, but you know uh, you are going to leave East Lansing soon to go back to uh, Indonesia. I think in tomorrow is it you're leaving tomorrow? Uh,
4: yeah, we're leaving. We're gonna leave on uh, on Monday morning, which is tomorrow. But we're gonna go to Chicago first and then uh we're gonna fly on Tuesday morning from O'Hare, Chicago. So yes yeah, uh just counting hours I think now.
0: <laughs> and um I can I can uh, say uh, on behalf of myself and all the Indonesian community around here you know uh, you provide a very very uh, meaningful presence to us you know with your support in various mm-hmm. events and thank you obviously you know you
1: make great food
0: <laughs> ah, yeah you. that's the One of the best. Mm-hmm. yep yeah.
1: yep definitely
4: definitely ah, kalian uh, too sweet so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't have any choice
1: <laughs> no it's not true even so you if we have compare, you have choices
4: you cannot
3: compare that even though even though yeah. it for you for us that's amazing
0: yeah that's Thank true you. but really but we really do appre- we appreciate your presence and also your cooking but you know how, how do you feel now you're you're about to head home you excited you're nervous or what do you feel now
4: every every everything like overwhelmed, excited, yet scared, yeah, uh, nervous. Especially flight like during this pandemic situation. So I think I can feel every emotion right now. But uh, but I don't wanna like uh, get too sad because I know I'm gonna see you guys again soon. So yeah,
1: that's true. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, Marlene, uh, since you know your your uh, spouse, uh, you know, supporting your your husband pursuing his PhD, uh, what 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 advice do you have uh, to tell our listeners? Uh, you know, to for spouses, you know, who support you know their husbands or wives, you know, doing PhD or masters. what, what would you tell them from your experience?
4: Uh, kayaknya ya karena kita ikut aja ya kita kan cuma ikut ya udah just try to be the biggest supporter and then um, pasti bakal you're gonna get tired stressful but it will get over soon and at the time at that time when it's over you're gonna like uh, make all of this as a memory like uh, apa ya, kayak istilahnya susah-susah bersusat, ber, dahulu, bersenang-senang kemudian, insya Allah tapi ya, gitu aja sih ya. sama satu sih, tadi yang aku bilang komunikasi, dasar yeah. karena menurut aku, walaupun walaupun uh, istilahnya suami yang sekolah kalau misalnya kita yeah, istri kan, atau ada spouse, juga. siapapun ya, kan spouse bisa, bisa istrinya yang sekolah atau sama yang kos-sekolah, mm-hmm. kalau ngerasa ada yang mengganjel, ada yang nggak benar nih gitu kan ya komunikasin aja toh karena eh, apalagi kalau bawa anak ya jangan sampai karena masa anak-anak itu kan tahu-tahu nanti udah lewat gitu kan jangan sampai si yang sekolah either itu bapaknya atau mamanya kehilangan momen-momen itu jadi tetap harus dicari momen yang oke okay, sekolah-sekolah tapi ada momen lo punya istri lo punya anak atau lo punya suami lo punya anak dan itu butuh butuh interaksi gitu, loh bukan cuma kayak aku kan dulu awal ini ada ayahnya, tapi ayahnya nggak bisa dipanggil, ayahnya nggak bisa nggak bisa diajak interaksi. Gitu. Jadi kayak ada kayak ada patung doang nih. Gitu. Padahal ada ada tapi rasanya tiada gitu kan. Nah itu yang harus harus dikomunikasikan. Tapi kan beda orang ya. Mungkin kalau Mas Misa aku tahu memang dia tuh anaknya nggak alkoholik. Jadi kalau dia udah konsen mau nyelesaikan sesuatu, dia bener-bener harus konsen, dia benar-benar akan konsentrasi gak bisa diganggu, aku tahu banget itu gitu loh. cuma lama-lama akhirnya aku bilang lu oke okay lah misalnya kalian sejam dua jam gitu. tapi habis itu ya say sapa lah anak-anak gitu loh. just say hi to your kids because your kids just maybe wait for you to talk with them. tapi kan tiap orang beda ya. mungkin ada jenis jenis jenis. mungkin ada tipe orang yang berapa <tip>, orang yang beda sama mas wisno gitu dan tapi untungnya kan gini jadi kalau aku lihat dulu ada teman juga yang uh, suaminya yang sekolah dan he likes to spend his time in the library jadi for maybe twelve hours he can just sit in the library and then go back home to his family while mas, mas wisno he likes to do everything in home at home jadi saat Ya syukurnya kalau ada di rumah mungkin agak lebih tenang ya. Apalagi kalau misalnya baru datang gitu kan, ada suami di rumah. Tapi ya kadang suaminya gak bisa jadi ngomong buat apa gitu kan. Gitu. Tapi ya itu dikomunikasin aja sih menurut aku. Jadi ya beda-beda makanya kan.
0: No, go head, go head. Hmm, ya
4: itu aja Kalau suami, apa, uh, Ya tergantung tipe orangnya juga sih. Yang penting kalau udah berkeluarga mungkin kan lebih tahu ya. Uh, tipe atau karakter pasangannya masing-masing terus seperti apa gitu loh. Kayak kalau dulu teman aku malah komplain. Suami gue di labirin mulu gitu kan. Berangkat pagi pulang udah tengah malam. Jadi dia kesepian gitu. Terus aku bilang suami gue di rumah melulu tapi juga gue juga sapi. Kok soalnya gak bisa dia ngomong suaminya gitu. <laughs> Jadi ya itu. Uh, kenalin aja karakter masing-masing. Terus komunikasiin. Uh, saling support ngobrol dari hati ke hati kalau ada yang perlu dibahas jangan dipendem
0: well I think you know the the, the good takeaway we can get from your answers you know first of all uh, be the best supporter you can be as a spouse you know uh, in 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 an essential way you're following their lead doesn't matter what education they're pursuing doesn't matter uh, you know if you know if the spouse is male or female, you know, be the best supporter you can be and also uh, communicate, you know, your issues and everything you can uh, to your spouses because uh, it's a very, very key uh, ingredient, should I say, in, uh, you know, uh, getting a good
4: relationship. A good relationship,
0: yes. And also uh, I think you mentioned very, very interestingly, you know, um, don't, you know, miss those precious moments, you know, with your family, you know, as you say, you know, mm-hmm. say hi to the kids, you know, um, spend, you know, a good amount of time with them, you know, doing family fun things time. at home. Exactly. Either, you know, reading them a story, you know, watch a movie with them mm-hmm. once in a while. Mm. And, um, you know, those are very, very good lessons. And again, but I cannot stress this enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your thank presence. Thank you. uh, to the Indonesian community here in East Lansing uh, we will we hope we hope all the best for you uh, i mean i personally and i bet batikan masofni will agree with man this we will miss your cooking <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: don't
0: worry you.
4: Ada, don't worry ada santi yang bisa bikin rujak sama pelecing kangkung sama, <laughs> sama <laughs> apalagi enak you can order her rujak okay
0: <laughs> okay, And uh, you know just basically yes, I uh, wish you guys All the best for the future And basically Whatever you, you. do next And I would like to uh, bring back uh, Mas Wisnu mm-hmm. for a bit Because I want to ask you
4: Thank
3: you
0: yeah. Maylin thank, thank you semuanya <laughs> And uh and uh Mashwishnu, I would like to uh ask you know your thoughts on you know you um, hmm. you're leaving you're leaving uh Island soon man. back to Indonesia. Yeah. What are your what are your yeah. what are your thoughts on that? You know, how do you feel right now? Uh just another states of my life.
2: I mean I completed I accomplished one achievement and then move to the next stage I think that's that's life just like I don't know how can I say it you just you have different stage in your life right you achieve one thing accomplish one thing and move to the next thing you don't need to worry about you don't overthink everything just do it that's that's my motto that's my life. Just do it. You just go with the flow. You have plan. You have everything. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's. I believe in God. So yeah,
0: it's God's will. Yeah. Well, I can tell you personally that's a very very good takeaway. You know, to to share with others. And uh, my final question uh, is, um, what what advice would you give to fellow? Uh, you know, graduate students, especially with ones uh, who have their families with them? Uh,
2: students with family, the biggest challenge is, of course, financial. The second one is of family. I mean, your wife. You have to have a good relationship. You trust your partner. And about the children, I mean, it depends, different state of uh, children, right? Just like a toddler. Now, Delicia, my oldest, is adolescence. is around 11. So, it's dealing with different states of childhood. It's, it's challenging. But again, I have Ellen always supported me. Unconditionally. Uh, giving me everything basically so yeah that's the one thing i need to address for students i mean indonesian who pursue phd degree in u.s just like prepare for everything i mean my case cannot be generalized to other cases because i live in college town in michigan small college town in Lansing. we have support from msu just like small student parents with family there is a food bank everywhere uh, msu i got a scholarship for uh insurance family during the last four years so i didn't need to spend money for insurance because i got scholarship and then yeah a lot of social support it depends maybe not every every university like msu they have family very 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 supportive to family small city uh, affordable living expenses. i live on campus that's the cheapest apartment you can get around East lansing with a all utilities and stuff so yeah i mean different city different challenge but the main takeaway just like be prepared for everything at least you have saving because you don't know what's going to happen right just like you have a plan you don't know what it's gonna be but still you have a backup for everything especially financial backup the rest yes just leave it to That's, that's my, my take for my journey in East
0: Well, I can tell you that, you know, we definitely learned a lot of interesting and good uh, lessons and facts about, you know, your, 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 your educational journey here in MSU, you know, how you approach your life, you know, being a PhD student while raising your family. And also, I want to say this again, thank you so much for being a great presence uh okay. to the community uh we wish you the best of luck uh in your future endeavors we we will miss you definitely the indonesian community here and you know uh just uh, uh just thank you for sharing your experiences and uh being on our podcast today okay yeah thank you for permias i wish
2: you luck. i mean for all permias Especially Fahmi, Atika, and Andika. I'll see you when I see you. Yay. Maybe our life will cross path someday yes. in Indonesia, I mean. in other countries. I don't know.
1: And we'll meet again.
2: We'll meet again. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Till we meet again. Well. Hey,
3: amen. Thank you so much, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Okay. Well, thank yeah, you
3: so I, much. I, yeah. 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 I, I,
4: I will say
2: again goodbye. I will leave Lansing tomorrow morning. Stay overnight in Chicago and just visit me when you are in Jakarta.
0: Yes. I'll be around. Definitely. Well, do yes, will do definitely. Well, uh, that concludes <laughs> our podcast for today. Um, thank you so much, Much Wisnu, for being on our show. <laughs>
3: well this is there's a fun background there so nice. my son and his family there um yeah. they're in another um indo, commun- a indo member um in the community like it's, they're at his house and like everyone is there right now just having fun
4: yeah we had fun last night
0: <laughs> we well uh, again uh, th- that concludes our podcast for the fourth episode okay. uh, thank you much for joining us and okay. thank you for my co-host today Batika yeah. and Mas Rahmi, and uh, you know on behalf of Permias MSU uh, yeah. terima kasih semuanya for listening to our podcast mm. stay healthy stay safe and we'll see you in our next episode, thank you so much okay. guys
1: bye bye I'll see you soon, guys. Bye.
3: Bye. Take care.